Bang bang! Got a show this week, the 8th of July at Uliberry Winery. Um, SA Comedy Road Show. It's me and the boys again. Clay McMath, Michael Bowley, Jay Michael and Justin Saw. These shows have been selling out. It's a barrel full of laughs. It is some of the most fun I've had as a comedian doing these gigs, doing this tour. It's some of the most fun you will have as a a uh, punter. So come along and you know get some food, get some drinks, have a great night, have a laugh. ClayMcMathComedy.com for my dates and uh, tickets. The show is obviously brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. Bung Bung Coffee. Man, you know, the, the cost of living is astonishing right now. And this is a premium coffee bean. I mean, you're getting premium beans for $40. That's unbelievable. That is unheard of. That's bungbungcoffee.com. Go to bungbungcoffee.com. Enter the promo code POTTY for 15% off. 15% off all orders. So you're getting premium product at a premium price already, and I'm giving you 15% off if you enter promo code POTTY, that's P-O-D-D-Y, like the titties, and you get 15% off all orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to Welcome to the Party, best show on the internet, ask anybody. You know it's easy money, sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to the Party, blackout in the booth, every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby, tell a friend to tell a friend, this is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the magnum PI of podcasting, the Liam Neeson of podcasting, because I'm getting too old for action, but I still keep getting it. Back in the booth with Bald Man. Back again. How's it going, man? The streak continues. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Yeah, same. Three sacks, love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you hear um an album? We might be expecting an album from him. No. That's oh, good news, though. Yeah, well, I didn't hear it anyway. I just saw it on Instagram, so I okay. don't know. I don't know. But I've seen it from two different sources. Yeah, okay. So, um, Like a solo or with... Um, it with says... It just says... Um, I think it said uh, our Andre 3000 album in development or something like that. Awesome. Get yeah. Get for that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of music, um, Killer Mike released a new album. I think it was this week. Yeah, I have heard about this. I still haven't had a chance to listen to it though. Yeah, it's called Michael. I listened to it the other day. Um, only one listen while you know while I'm working, so I wasn't like fully attentive. It wasn't in the car, so I wasn't banging anything. But um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't want to give like a full review because I didn't put it on speakers and I wasn't fully attentive. But I was, I was, you know, my head was bopping a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give it a sauce on the way home. Yeah. The reason I said I'm the Liam Neeson of podcasting. You know, hit the hit close reviews. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is close reviews. Straight into it. Straight into it. We um, I think it was on the weekend. Um, I was supposed to be doing editing and stuff, and I just hit a wall. But I was not not a wall for um going to bed. Just a wall for I can't keep working. So I sat down and I watched a movie 
Honest Faith on Netflix. And it is it is Liam Neeson all over again. It is Deja Vu. I, I've, I was watching it and I, I could have sworn I'd seen it. It was brand new on Netflix. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's like like what we said about Extraction. It's just one of those, like, it's easy to watch. You know what you're getting. Um, it's whatever. Uh, I recommend it. It's not gonna. It's not a high score. You know, he's um, he's a thief that falls in love, and so he wants to give back all the money he stole, and do his time. But he wants to get a deal because he turns himself in. Um, and then shit goes sideways, obviously, because you can't. do you go in and pitch a movie at Netflix or Universal, right? And you tell them, you know, this happens A B C D E F. And they're like, yeah, but where's the conflict? Yeah. Y- y- there has to be a conflict. Yeah, shit can't be sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, shit went sideways and um, he uh, falls in love, wants to get a deal, goes sideways and, um, you know, he's an ex-Marine or something, obviously. So, so he, you know, he figures it out. Um, and that's not a spoiler. And that was a five out of ten but a watchable 5 out of 10. If you just want to sit down mindlessly and watch a movie, there's some action, you know, it's... What was it called again? Signing Thief. Honest Thief. Honest Thief. Yeah, he's a bank robber. Um, Yeah, it's it's you can watch it if you want. It's it's not one of those, those shitty fives. It was an okay five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the cast looks pretty mid. Super mid. The only, <laughs> <laughs> the only like, dude worthwhile in it was... Was um, Liam? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was a premature um, Clay's review. We're gonna have to hit the theme again uh, later. But um, this we didn't talk about this last week. This uh, submarine. We talked about it off mic last week, and they've they've recovered remains of it now. Yeah, it didn't um didn't look the way I was imagining it. I kept reading implosion and seeing diagrams of like just how impactful this implosion would be and how they'd be like I, in, I don't know in my head i thought there'd just be like fragments of this thing left but it looked kind of intact yeah um which kind of makes it more scary if it like slowly was crumpling in on them yeah because what from what i saw i saw this video of like a tanker on land um like a on train tracks like one of those tankers like looks like a big gas cylinder mm-hmm. and they showed an implosion at one at atmosphere or something i guess that's what they call the pressure is atmosphere and it was just like like that quick and they said that at the depth that this thing was at it should have been like 340 atmospheres yeah okay and then they pulled this thing out and it just looked like like someone like kicked a soccer ball that didn't have enough air in it yeah i wonder what the like final findings will be yeah, and, you know, all this information I'm getting is just from, like, our words, dude, I'm, I avoided it, our words <laughs> on Twitter that yeah. um, have no business talking science. Yeah, kind of like us. Yeah, like talking about, <laughs> like, moustaches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just hope it wasn't too, too painful, I guess, for the people involved. I just hope it was all over pretty quickly, but. Yeah, from what I saw, it wasn't wasn't as quick as we were led to believe. It's tragic, man. But is it like if 
if if they were dead before the implosion, would they have just passed out because they ran out of oxygen? Like they wouldn't have suffocated, right? They would have passed out and then suffocated while they were unconscious. Every, everything I read before we started seeing the wreckage was saying that it all would have been over in like one millisecond or like yeah, yeah, yeah. 0.25 milliseconds. That's what I saw. But yeah, after seeing the wreckage pieces, it, it doesn't look like that's how it went down. No, it looked like God was torturing them. And yeah, I'm just an R word on a podcast right now. But Me too. Yeah, we'll Always have been for 397 <laughs> episodes or whatever it is. I've been R-worded, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, hopefully we'll find out the truth soon enough. Yeah, man. Um, did anything happen for you this week since last episode? One of the boys' 30ths on the weekend, so mm-hmm. went out for that. Yeah. That ended up being a pretty big day slash night. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I didn't leave bed Sunday. Yeah, I'm absolutely disabled. Disabled, depressed, or yeah pretty grim yeah um make sure the mic stays in front of your mouth um i had a gig friday night um unpaid um and it was actually sick sold out um i hadn't been on stage for ages so i was like bit like nervous because there is you do get rusty in comedy same as with basketball and um nah did did really well like was feel, definitely feeling myself afterwards. I was fucking broke. I would have, um, I definitely would have probably had a handful of beers. I reckon after that, if I um, if I had some money at the time. Yeah, where was this gig? Was this in town? Or? Oh, in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Shout out to Josh Warrior. Uh, it was his fortieth birthday, and um, he had me on the lineup, which was nice. Um, and he he had an awesome show too. He, uh, he gets sticky feet. He's fucking impossible to get off the stage. He's also blind, so you can't give him the light to get oh, off stage okay. either. So, um, but he, it was his show, so he, he did ages and it was, I mean, he's so funny. Um, so that was good. And that's really, that's all the news I got for the week. Hit the theme. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. The, um, the thing about recording this podcast at night, I feel like I've I put a silencer on because of the kit. And like I feel like my energy's always whack. I wonder if the um, listeners feel like that. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. Maybe not the silencer part, but the energy. It's pretty pretty low on a Thursday night. You Week's about to wind up at work. Yeah, I feel like I feel okay, but I always feel like it's co- just because it's like his bedtime, and I'm conscious he's like this wall separates us, and it is like it's it's brick, it's bluestone, but I think I reckon he'd be like he couldn't hear us like this, but I feel like my Saturday morning energy would. For sure, wake him. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Um, Maybe I'll do a poll and see if the see if the listeners have noticed anything. Definitely, the intros are not as fucking intense as they used to be. Yeah, yeah, do a poll. See, yeah, see what the what do you call them? Podlers. The podlers, yeah. Yeah, see what they have to say. I've got one more t-shirt t- t-shirt design in mind as well. A podler, uh, like a t-shirt with a um. You know, cartoon chain 
with a little pacifier dangling from it instead of a Jesus piece. I think that's Don't. a good one. Yeah. Um, this week we watched Foxcatcher. Yeah, just just watched it last night, just in time. Yeah, me too. Well, I watched it over two nights, which was dangerous. Um, twice as many snacks. Yeah, I went hammer on the snacks this week, bro. Disgusting. What'd Absolutely disgusting, bro. Apple pie. Is this night one or night two? Both. Oh, apple pie both nights. Yeah, nice. um, with cream. Like fucking thick cream, dude. Thick. No home loans. Um, and that was more of a craving than relating it to the film. But my... My film, my film-related snacks this week. I got some beef jerky, um, basically because it was called Foxcatcher, and I was like, I bet people that either hunt foxes, I bet people that hunt foxes one eat beef jerky and two eat fox jerky. So that's why I got beef jerky. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I got um, uh, like those sour straps, you know, those belts. Uh, multicolored ones, yeah, yeah, like yeah. rainbow straps. Yeah, um, basically because we used to call them belts when I was a kid, and I thought wrestling belts, yeah. even though different type of wrestling. But yeah, no, see the correlation. Yeah, what did you get? Mine had nothing to do with the movie, okay, at all. So I went with um, pizza shapes. Nah, I <laughs> thought I'd mix it up. <laughs> They'll be back in the rotation soon. Yeah. But, um, went with Thai sweet chili. Is it Thai sweet chili Doritos? Is that the flavour? Like in the purple? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big purple bag man. Yeah, I thought, thought I'd do that. So I got those with some salsa. And nice. And a pack of Tim Tams. Doritos kind of look like fox ears. I'll tell you that. Orange, yeah. Yeah. And what was the other one? Tim Tams? Tim Tams. I, at the shops I did buy Tim Tams. But they're still in the fridge. I didn't touch them. Okay. Somehow, praise the Lord. PTL. Yeah. So you did got you got relatable snacks. The the Doritos look like foxes. Foxes. Ears. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even though the movie had nothing to do with foxes. Yeah. Nothing at all. It was like I didn't see a fox. Oh well, the right logo. The oh, there was one. Yeah. Right at the start. Oh, in the black like and white historical. Footage. Yeah. Um. And their little logo on their tracksuits was was yeah. a fox. So I'm gonna break down the. And you can help me, um, the 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 plot, because I feel like if we're doing a full episode on movies, like we we have to we have to give the plot. Um, there will probably be spoilers. We'll use a spoiler alert if we have to. I lowered the volume on it. I redid it, so hopefully it's a bit bit more user friendly this week. But um, it's a true story. If you know anything about me, it's that I love a true story. Um, it's about these brothers who were both like Olympic wrestlers, um, in Utah and this billionaire basically calls up one of the brothers and says, I want you to move to my estate. I've got a full training facility here. I want to sponsor you. Um, I want to coach you. I'm a, I'm a wrestling coach. This, this guy he reckons he's a bit of everything. He reckons he's an ornithologist, which is a bird watcher. He reckons he's a philanthropist and a, what was the other one he said? Oh, it was a weird one. Yeah. 
finagler. He was a bit of a fucking finagler, <laughs> if you ask me. But philatheist or something. For, yeah, I'd, I'd never heard it until a phallicist. <laughs> he was a he was a cockhead. <laughs> he was a creep, dude. This guy was played by Steve Carell, and I didn't realize till after the movie that that was Steve Carell. What? During the movie, I couldn't tell, and then because Hannah watched the first half with me, yeah, and to not like. Yeah, I spoke to her tonight. I was like, did you realise that was Steve Carell? She had no idea either. Oh, wow. I noticed as soon I could tell by his walk. His walk, okay. Yeah. Um, but you, he you did... You watched a bit of TV and movies, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about the screen time last week. I yeah, think I cut that out of the episode as well. Okay. <laughs> um, no. Um, uh, they loved prosthetics in this film. I think they had... For Channing Tatum, who was one of the brothers, the brothers were Mark Ruffalo and Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum had cauliflower ears. Um, they they filled out the bottom of his mouth, and I think maybe they put a different tip on his nose. No home loans. Okay. Um, he he looked ridiculous. I thought he's usually a hottie. Yeah, I I thought he'd just let himself go a little bit for the movie, but 2014. This movie was. And then Steve Carell had this fucking beak on him. Talk about bird watchers. All he had to do was look in the mirror. Um, this dude looked crazy. He could, dude, he can smell you coming from states away. This guy has a fucking sniffer on him, dude. He had no eyebrows. Um, and Mark Ruffalo, I don't believe, is as bald as they had him in this movie. I think they had some sort of skull cap on him. And Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Especially being from 2014. Yeah, yeah, because he's Hulk now and he's got hair. Yeah. Or whatever his name is, Dr. Something. Unless he's on that Ashley Martin. Yeah, yeah, he could be could on that, be. that Shane Warne. Yeah. Um, that uh, Wayne Carey. That Wayne Carey. That um, Razor Ray. Razor Ray. <laughs> that Razor Ray, baby. Yeah, so the prosthetics were hectic. Steve Rowe was a freaking creep dude and it reminded me of like like because he tries to take advantage of of this dude i think did, did he i thought he did nah. well he he did i'm i'm just thinking of like that one scene like real late at night did i miss it didn't get very graphic but like i was like are they just wrestling or what's going on Oh, where he like, where that it was a close up on Channing's head, and he just sort of like gave up, like he was down on the ground. Yeah, and he wasn't wrestling. Yeah, is that what happened? Did I, I miss that? I, I don't know. I don't know what actually happened there. So he might have been filing for a home loan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a straight up homeowner coming up arrears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Well, my interest rates have peaked. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. But because I remember he said, like, I've got to get out of here or something to his brother. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't stay here. It was so, that relationship was crazy. Um, but if the thing, the thing is, though, if that happened, the brother was like, no, nah, I'm staying. I don't think the brother knew that, though. But he said, you know I can't stay here. And the brother was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe that didn't happen then. Yeah, I don't know. 
I look. I did like do a bit of reading after the movie. Same. And I didn't find anything that said that. Yeah. Okay. Did you? I no. I don't remember reading that. But um. Yeah, I think if anyone's going to watch this, don't do any reading before you watch it. Yeah. So, I I um knew this story. I'd okay. heard about this on a podcast before, right? But I'd forgotten. Like I was like, something fucking horrific happened, right? Yeah. But okay. I can't think of what it is. And then like the whole movie, like nothing really that that out of the ordinary was happening. That movie worthy. Yeah. The whole time I was like, okay, it's a story, but like what's making this movie worthy? But then yeah. like, yeah. When it gets there and I'm, I'm not sure whether we're going to, say it or not we'll see if we do we'll go spoiler alert but um when it gets there like that's when i realized how good the movie was yeah because they were they were the tension was building for the whole movie like what 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 did we talk about the other week talking about it was a slow burn still water oh yeah yeah slowest um but this was but like there was there's still i didn't think in, in still water there just wasn't a payoff i didn't think but in this, there was. Um, and, like, the music, the music was just, like, so, like, beautiful and majestic and disturbing. And, like, Steve Carell hit the fucking ball out of the park with his acting, too, because he was a fucking creep, dude. Yeah. Absolute creep. And I, I know somebody, I know two guys who got borderline taken advantage of by an agent. But a sports agent. Um, I'll tell my story first because if I tell the if I tell mine after theirs, um, mine mine's not very interesting. So I'll go mine first. So I had an agent, um, the first agent that ever, um, that I ever signed with. Um, I signed with him before meeting him. He was an Australian agent, and uh, I signed with him while I was still in college. Um, the season was over, so it wasn't illegal or anything. It was my last season. Season was over, so I signed with an agent, and he's like, "All right, cool. Um, I've got to come over. I've got to meet you. I've got to meet your coaches. We've got to like have some interviews." Blah blah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, do it. Like, come ASAP. Um, I'll talk to the coaches and get some dates. Like, when when the best time will be for you to come." And he's like, "Cool. Like, yeah, you do that. Um, book the flights and just let me know." And I was like, "What?" Like he was expecting you to pay his way over there. Yeah. Yeah, right. I was like, that's not how this goes, man. Um, so he got fired before I even met him. Um, so that's just, yeah, one instance of like a fucking filthy suit trying to take advantage of like a young athlete. Yeah. Um, but this next one, dude, this didn't happen to me, but um, I wish it did because I kind of feel guilty saying it. But um, I know two guys that... Um, were speaking with this agent and they'd go out for drinks and stuff and end up like, oh, like, oh, come back to my place. Like, we'll get some girls to come around, you know, special, mm. special types of girls. We'll get some girls, like, we'll, we'll have some drinks, you know. They go, they go to his place. He's like, yeah, yeah, sit down, have a drink. And they're like, oh, okay, like, we... Getting some girls, like yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, we'll get them, we'll get them. Um, 
we'll get one. And it's, well, no, no, that's that's a bit weird. Like two will be good, thanks. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, yeah, yeah, sit down, relax. Like, do you like massages? Like before before they get here, like right. we'll give each we'll give each other massages and all this type of shit, man. Two instances, two different men um, have told me this story. Oh, so it wasn't like, okay, yeah, no, I'm with you. Didn't I, it, I thought like two dudes went back at the same time? No, two okay. separate, two separate with the same guy. Yeah, same agent. Um, and yeah, no girls ever came, and not nothing happened to either of these guys. But uh, I think one of them ended up with his shirt off somehow. <laughs> Hey, don't ask me. Yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know. Maybe you got to prove for a home loan. <laughs> I don't fucking know, bro. But, uh, and the other guy was like, I got to get out of here, man. And left. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And just like, yeah, just pouring like big wines and stuff for him and shit. Like hell um, out there. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. And it's wild, man. There's, yeah, there's people out there that just like get hard ons for athletes, man. I went and got a coffee this morning and um, the, I mean, it was a, he was a nice guy, but like the owner of the coffee shop was just like, oh, oh, you, you basketball player? I was like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, oh, swimmer? I'm like, nah, man, I'm not an athlete. And um, he's like, oh, you're, you're tall, you're tall. Like, you look like Kyle Chalmers. Like, he's so tall. I was like, dude, get over it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, man! And I don't look like Kyle Chalmers. Yeah, that's wild. That blonde white guy—is that who you're talking about? That's not me, bro. Um, yeah, but yeah, people fucking get huge bonus for athletes, and that's what this Steve Carell was. He was this billionaire, um, and he had no mean like sense of meaning in his life because he was a an heir to a fortune. He didn't develop that money himself. Yeah, it was pretty. Pretty sad. Yeah. I, I got, yeah, I was quite sad throughout the whole movie. Just looking at his life, it was fucking, like he had everything, but he had nothing, nothing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was quite sad. And I, I mean, no disrespect to the, the real brothers. I don't know if they had mental deficiencies in real life, but the way Channing Tatum was playing it seemed like he was resharded, bro. Before um before it got too deep into the movie, I thought him and Steve Carell were just trying to like outspec each other. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um and Steve Carell got nominated for awards and shit, and so did Mark Ruffalo for this. And Mark Ruffalo, bro, was walking around like an ape. Did you notice that? Yeah. He had like- his the backs of his hands facing forward the whole time is like paddling through the air looking nuts. Yeah, I, I mean I thought all three of them played pretty pretty good roles in that movie. They did, they did. And it was it was what do you reckon? Two hours, maybe over two hours. Uh just over two hours. Um and they they were really the only three characters. Yeah. And they held it down, all yeah, three they carried of them. It. Yeah. That it was so character driven and so well done by all of them. Um, so shout out, shout out to them. I think we gotta go spoiler alert here. Now the 
the the ending. We are, we're going to have to talk about it. Straight to it. <clears throat> he watches this documentary that was supposed to happen. Uh, just drop the volume down. So he's got this ego on him, Steve Carell, the fake coach, who, by the way, during the movie, wins a Masters uh, by bribing. Yeah, that was bought and paid for victory. Yeah. Um, so he's he's got no skills as a coach or as a wrestler. He's just a fucking guy with money who's talked himself into like he truly. I think he truly believes he's like a professional at all these things. Yeah, had a very like obsessive personality. Yeah. Um, and so because he wants he wants to be the face of the uh rest, Olympic wrestling. And so he's filming this documentary while he's going through all this training, but the he wants Channing Tatum's brother, Mark Ruffalo, to be there because he's such a great coach, but he wants to take the credit. Steve Carell wants to take yeah. the credit. Um, and so they're doing this documentary. There's a scene earlier in the film where Mark Ruffalo is getting interviewed and they're like, yeah, can you just say that um, he's your mentor? And he just like he just couldn't fucking do it. Just couldn't bring himself. To yeah, go, he was yeah. like, "What the fuck is like?" And that was, I think that was probably my favorite. Like, I truly believed the struggle that he was got, like going through in that moment. I thought that was maybe the best like acting of the whole film. Um, yeah, he was just like he like laughed uncomfortably and. Was like, yeah, it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? Can you just repeat that? Like, yeah. Um, and they obviously they didn't put that in the documentary because he wasn't sincere when he said it. Um, and then he sits down, Steve Carell, John E. DuPont or something, yeah. sits down, watches this documentary and sees that Dave Schultz has not said that DuPont is his mentor and he just calls out to one of his assistants and he's like, we're driving, we're getting in the car. Is it, warm is it snowing? Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, it's not snowing. He's like, warm up my car. They drive down there. He yells out the window. This is again, spoiler alert, everybody. He yells out the window because Dave Schultz, Mark Ruffalo is outside already. And he says, do you have a problem with me, Dave? He's like, no, I don't have a problem with you. Completely unprovoked. Yeah. Yeah. And he pulls out a gun. Um, DuPont, Carell, pulls out a gun out of the window and he shoots him. And Ruffalo falls and the, the assistant jumps out of the car. He's like, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? Um, Ruffalo's wife runs out and sees Ruffalo on the ground bleeding, calls an ambulance and shit. DuPont pops him twice more. Drives back to the mansion, um, and yeah, bro. Like, just I could, I still, I, I, I don't understand what that moment was. Was it, was it jealousy? Was it anger that he didn't feel recognized? Probably just anger and just felt disrespected. Yeah, I guess, but we, we kind of got a hint of that volatility earlier in the movie when he he came into the gym and just shot into the ceiling. Yeah, so you got a you got a hint of like this guy could just snap at any second, and it didn't take much for him to get to that point. Yeah, 
Yeah. And you could see, you could see all of this stuff sort of weighing on him. Um, when his mother was watching training and then left, yeah, uh, you could just see the look on his face. Um, when Channing Tatum was doing leg press when everyone else was like watching an example of a technique uh, and he went over there and Channing like fucking slapped him and walked out, sl- slapped his arm away when he tried to put his arm on his shoulder and walked out. Um, the more I think about it, was this, was there a sexual assault? It didn't really explain like the hatred, man. I saw the look in his eyes when he realized the bought and paid for Masters win. Like that kind of seemed to be a switch to me. Yeah. Unless he got to a point where he actually realized that DuPont like brainwashed him against his brother and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I think it was a bit of that. And like he's the one who got him hooked on drugs. Like he, he was clean yeah. before that. This guy kind of like put, sent him off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I did forget about that. Yeah, like so there was multiple aspects to yeah, it where so he just like just came to resent this guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the. I don't think he got um, art in the B, but I I think he was just like, why am I sparring with this fucking specky cunt? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what his face was saying when he like. I'm just looking into this now, and it's saying that it's. It's only implied in the movie. Right. So there were like sexual advances, but I don't think anything ever actually happened. Right, okay. I'm only reading headlines here though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Fuck, man. Yeah, so that was... That was... There was so much leading to that moment and um, Mark Schultz wasn't even there for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was so like... um. It was such a huge climax for the second lead. Would you call him the lead or the second lead? Who was the lead of the film? Carell? See, I would have thought it was Tatum. Yeah, so for... When I was watching it, it felt like Tatum was the main character. Yeah. So for him not to be there was like... I mean, but he wasn't there in real life either. But like, it was just... There was like some sort of uh, beauty to that, I thought. Like, because he he knew he had to get out of there and he did. Have you ever felt anything like what DuPont felt? Like mad disrespected by like someone who you thought or expected to be close to you? No, I don't think so. Not, Not like that. Not anywhere close to that. Not that level, but like... No, nah, not that I can think of, man. Yeah. How about you? I think so. I think I was super disappointed. Like, I th- just the culture of sports in Australia is mad different to America because it's always so selfish in America, even for um, like spastic cunts that aren't ever going to go and play pro, which we had in our college team and like motherfuckers who th- thought they were so cool and shit. And I just like kind of, I went into college with this expectation, like these guys are going to be my best friends for the rest of my life. Like this is, I'm going to meet like real lifers here. 
and um yeah I felt really let down by like some of the disrespect that I felt during my college and and then when I went back for a uh visit with Corey um I think maybe two or three years after college mm-hmm. um going back and feeling it all over again I was just like what the fuck man yeah, what? So, did you guys have like a team reunion or something while you're over there, or just catch just up? Just like, just with, just caught up with guys. We we weren't even at college. We were at we were in LA, um, and um, caught up with a bunch of these guys. Um, it was one of their birthday, and um, yeah, like a couple of couple of these guys just like borderline didn't speak to me, um. And I was excited. I was excited. So I was speaking to them. Like, it wasn't like I was waiting. Like, well, they should be making the first move or any shit like that. Like, it was, um, yeah. And then um, I just remember this one time. He, uh, he's like, oh, am I around? Who wants a beer? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he gets five beers for six dudes. Yeah, what the fuck? And he, like, literally hands them out. to everybody. So he didn't just, like, forget one. He forgot my one, right? Because he had everyone's like... Yeah, just blatant. I was like, all right, like, you're fu- like, you are a pussy because if you've got a problem with me, you fucking tell me what it is, like a man. And I'm not saying that in an aggressive way. I don't mean that, like, we can fucking handle this outside. But how the fuck do we overcome it if you don't tell me what your issue is? Yeah. Yeah, that's awkward as. Yeah, and it's just like, it's mad cowardly, man. Like, And people think when they do shit like that, like, that they've done something, you know? Yeah, that's... Like, oh, you should have seen him, man. I fucking didn't even buy him a drink. Like, well done, you fucking yeah, pussy cunt. still like some high school mentality a few yeah. years out of college. It's, yeah, immature shit. Yeah, and that, and that's what it was, like, during college. I could see it. And me, me and um, Corey talked about it, like, just fucking juvenile high school shit. That um, that motherfuckers are still living into this day. To this day, yeah, man. But I guess he didn't. He didn't personally let me down. But my expectations going to college, I was like, yeah, it's just gonna be like, cause like, you know, playing playing at Sturt, playing at Brighton, it's like everyone was just friends, man. Like instantly, there was no like. Fucking hate that guy over there. It was just that's what sports was in Australia. Is yeah, is yeah. Like I can't think of a team where I didn't have that. Yeah, like everyone just gets around each other and yeah, yeah. It's pretty usually a pretty positive environment to be part of. Yeah, no matter how different you are, like outside of basketball, there's always just like you can rely on basketball to bring you together or any sport. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like yeah, America just like so isn't that, and you can see it with like especially now with Instagram being like highlight real culture and everyone like flexing on each, on each other and trying to catch people. And yeah. yeah. And like this dude, Mikey Williams, have you seen him? Heard the name. He's a young dude. I think he's gone. I can't remember where he's committed. He's a high school dude. He's like 28 years old, but um, he's going to college next year or this year, later this year. And um, there's this one video that always, he like consistently pops up on my feed and he dunks on this guy and like 
keeps walking towards him as he falls and then like steps on his arm while he's like flexing and shit. And the ref doesn't call it tech, which is crazy. But like, I, I, I get it. I get screaming after a dunk or whatever. But like, there is like sports, sports still has to have sportsmanship in it. Yeah, for sure. And like these kids growing up at the moment, um, I don't even think they're learning it from NBA players. I think they're learning it from just fucking idiots on TikTok. 100%, man. Because you can't do that shit in the league anymore. Yeah, the league is literally like not that. You can't hang on to the rim too long, let alone stomp on somebody unless you dream on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Guys like that, they're just going to get a reality check at the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like I d- once happens to you, you probably quieten down a little bit yeah and i think i think it puts a target on your back too because everyone's seen that video i like 95 percent of the nba would have seen it 95 is probably not enough 99 and they'd be like what a fucking dickhole this kid is like yeah yeah but the but the problem is that all of the nba like friends now too like i don't feel like there there is that like Fuck this. The, the animosity is like few and far between now. Yeah. Like I just, I I can't imagine who would be like, this guy's a bully. Let's, let's like get after him tonight. Like I don't really see that in anybody. Only thing I could think of was maybe like someone like Dylan Brooks and maybe someone like Jar Morant wanting to dunk on him, but they just happen to be on the same team. Yeah, so. or um, Steve Adams, but he he wouldn't like. I don't even know. Like he wouldn't do anything. Ah, see, I think he's like a he's got good sportsmanship. Yeah, but like he's physical, but he wouldn't like. Go yeah, but maybe maybe like catch him on a on a real tough screen and be like, fucking pull your head in, cunt or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, the Lopez brothers, I can kind of see being being that as well like like check yourself type of guys you know what i mean yeah yeah um but yeah there's not a lot not a lot what did you yeah what did you think i really didn't know where it was going for much of it so yeah as i said i didn't read into the story i didn't know about the story beforehand so it wasn't looking good for most of the movie but i think the ending really saved it for me and that was i'll give it a seven Seven, yeah, I gave it a um, I gave it a seven point five. Okay, I felt I felt pretty much the same as you. Yeah, just the the speed the speed of it. I was just like, oh god, talking about slow burns, and I was like, you know, started to be like, Jez, what is this recommendation? Yeah, I, I get it. At the end of it, though, I get the recommendation. Yeah, it really, it really, because it did really the 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 tone of it and the this the setting of the tension for the entire film to get to that point. Um, like I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 7.5 for me for that one. Just um, still on the Fox catches. When I was looking for our uh, Netflix first and it wasn't on there, yeah. but I did see there is a show on there called team Fox catcher. Did you catch that as well? No, I didn't. I reckon it's like an actual, oh. I, didn't, I didn't look into it at all, but I think it's like an actual documentary with the, the footage that, we saw getting filmed. 
I'd like to see that. Yeah. Now that I've seen the movie, I'm pretty keen to watch that. So I might give it a sauce this week yeah. at some point. Yeah, me too. Feeling tired? Fuck that. Perk up and level up with Bung Bung Coffee's delicious modern dark roast. Your favourite brewer's favourite brew. BungBungCoffee.com I think I've got I think I've got some advice. This one's a very short one and it's coming from a lady again, again. named Lana and she just says, is $27 an hour good for a 21-year-old receptionist? And I don't have a funny response even for it. I think, no offense to any receptionist listening, but it's an unskilled job, really, answering phones and taking notes or whatever, you know, booking appointments. No offense. $27 an hour for a 21-year-old with no skills, I think is pretty good. Is that is that okay to say? I think it's pretty good. I remember hearing, it was a long time ago, it's probably not relevant anymore with inflation and whatnot, but as long as you're getting paid more than your age per hour, you're doing okay. Okay. So I, I don't know if it still applies, but it sounds like you're doing all right. That's it for today. Um, it is what it is. It's Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, you know where to find us. Welcome to the Potty on everything. ClayMcMathComedy.com for all your merch, for all your, your uh, podcast needs. Um, don't forget to uh, make some movie recommendations. Um, we haven't decided what we're watching next week, so that'll just get announced on Instagram. Um, movie recommendations, snack recommendations would be nice. Keep keep writing in for advice. Um, we love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. <laughs>